This is Blair Durham with Black Wall Street Today, your media hub for all things Black business and related news, strategy, and events. It is Sunday morning, and I am Brian Owens, so this is Black Wall Street Today, brought to you by Black Brand, the Hampton Roads Regional, Black Chamber of Commerce. Today on Black Wall Street Today with Blair Durham, I am your guest host, Brian Owens, and we have an in-studio guest here today, a very special in-studio guest, uh, owner and CEO of Red D Employment Agency, Diamond Gorman. Now, Diamond Gorman is a serial entrepreneur, although she is the owner of Red, Red D Employment Agency. Diamond is an award-winning entrepreneur and business consultant that has created successful six-figure businesses in less than four months of operating business. She has been credited with having managed and negotiated flagging and construction contracts ranging from $100,000 to $1 million for DBE and MBE projects throughout the state of Pennsylvania and Virginia. It is your favorite government contracting specialist, Diamond Gorman. Welcome to the show, Diamond. Thank you, Brian. Thanks for having me. Thanks for that introduction. Yeah, so you have a lot going on. So let's just start right at the top with Ready uh, Employment Agency. Now, I described it in my words, but just tell the listeners, what exactly is Ready Employment Agency? And how did you get it started? Ready Employment Agency is a subcontracting traffic control company. Um, that's our main focus. So the flaggers you see on the road um, that stop you during someone's doing work on the road, those are my guys. Um, and that's pretty much what we do. Um, aside from that, though, we are everything is in-house. So the construction, the learning, um, you can literally come to our business with no skills and you can leave with all of the skills to either work for our company or you can solicit and work for other contractors um, as an entry-level position as a um, construction worker. Wow. Now, so there's a few reasons why I love your company, but one of the reasons is when we're driving through a construction space on the highway and we see all those guys out there and the hard hats and the vests, I never, some people never think to say, there's a young black woman in charge of every guy out here right now and who set this whole thing up. So let me ask you, how does a young black woman break into an industry which I'm just assuming is male dominated? So, um, and I would say a young black woman would break into this industry just how any young black woman would break into a male dominant industry by being the help. So Mm -hmm. I started off as a secretary um, doing basic office administrative work that, you know, women know how to do type and filing for a guy who owned a traffic control company in Pennsylvania. And that's how I worked my way up. Once I figured out what he was doing, um, I took over and became like his DBE specialist um, Mm. because, you know, with women, we have a little bit of more sense of what's going on sometimes, not to be biased. (laughs) But um, I realized that what he was doing was different and that DBE holds a lot of weight in 
most states. So once I figured out that we can use that brand, that DBE word, um, get your certifications on your business and excel and soar, um, I, I took over the company that way as just being um, went from his administrative help to his administrative manager to his DBE bid processor. Um, and then I moved here to Virginia um, in December of 2020 and decided I wanted to open my own. And I did in January of 2021. And we've been up ever since. I, I love that story. So you dropped a lot of gems right there in that explanation. The first gem that you dropped is you got to learn the business by simply working in the business, starting anywhere within the business, and you started doing administrative stuff. Um, whenever people ask me how to succeed in any given industry, my word of advice is go get a job in that field or go do some work for free to learn some information, exchange the work for information. So you just got started in the industry and was able to pick up the information around you. So you threw a lot of words out there that I'm sure the listeners are not going to be familiar with. So DBE certification. This is something that folks who are um, in business, especially in logistics or construction or anything dealing with uh, vehicles are familiar with. But for the folks who aren't familiar with that, uh, let them know what DBE certification means and how it can benefit a company. Um, so DBE stands for Disadvantaged Business Enterprise. So it is any business that is not owned by a white male. Any, and that's anything under that. Um, women, black male, um, m- uh, disability, disabled, uh, military. There is a lot of different um, categories, but it is just basically anything that is not owned by a Caucasian male. Gotcha. And this certification is uh, granted to folks through uh, Virginia Department of Transportation? Yep. All states. So in Virginia, it would be the Virginia Department of Transportation. It is a free process um, to certify your business. It is a lengthy process, but once you're in, you're in. Um, And then it is also a process in all 50 states. Gotcha. Now, Diamond, when you were a little girl, did you imagine like one day I'm going to grow up and I'm going to win government contracts? Was was that the dream for for young Diamond? Absolutely not. Um, <laughs> I say all the time, um, I love my business. I love what I'm able to do for the community with my business. But traffic control is a boy business. It's it's a, it's for boys. It's dirty. Um, you know, you can't look cute, and it's it's not. <laughs> me. But um, I love what I do. So no, that was not my thing. I went to school for music. Um, so I wanted to, you know, be a singer on stage. I did that for a little while. Um, and then, like I said, I was helping out. So that's where I ended up. But um, the good thing about my business and what I love about it is the learning aspect of it and just being able to help and cultivate the uh, the culture and just be able to provide jobs. That's always something that I've always wanted to do is just to help the community and leave an imprint on whatever I'm able to do. So I love that. And you brought up something that's extremely personal and dear to my heart, which is providing jobs. A vast majority of black owned businesses are solopreneurs. One 
one-person operation. A very small minority of black-owned businesses are what we call employer firms that are uh, offering employment to the community. Uh, Tell me what it means to you to be an employer firm and uh, how you actually are able to bring jobs to people. So I love it. And I believe if you were, if you do have a company where you are able to give jobs, um, you're doing your due diligence to the community and just to your livelihood because people need jobs. That's how the world goes around. That's how we make our money. You don't understand until you start to hire people the importance of your position of giving them their jobs. That's how they provide for their families. Um, So Mm. I really love that. Um, But you have to love it. Um, You have to find a joy in it because being a solo entrepreneur, solo business is so much easier than having to be responsible for paying people, for uh, managing people, supervising them, showing them what to do, and then also taking the responsibilities because it is your business. So you have to um, be able to be that person that they fall back on when things go wrong. So, But I I enjoy it. I I really love it. I love um, one of my purposes of moving here to um, the Hampton Roads area is because this was, I went to school, went to Norfolk State. I did my first two years at Norfolk State, and this was the first place that I ever seen so many African Americans that were thriving Mm. and owning businesses. Mm. Um, So I wanted to be a part of that. So when I moved here and I started my business and I had the way that I worked my way up through my company that I was working for previously, I wanted to be able to provide the opportunity to other people because it, it was it wasn't an easy task, but it was such an obtainable task that I wanted to be able to share that with everyone else. Now, you stated that your company, Ready Employment, Uh, has opportunities for those without degrees, without certifications, without some of the hard, provable skill sets coming in. So I know that there is someone out there listening who needs that opportunity or knows someone who needs that opportunity. So how can they connect with Ready Employment for those uh, employment opportunities? Yes, and it is peak season right now. Um, It is construction and we need people. So anyone that is listening today, um, please, you can reach out to me two ways. Uh, You can contact me via phone, 412-287-6816. That is directly to me, um, and I will send you next steps on what to do to get employed with our company. Or you can visit our website at www.rea-demployment.com. When you get to that landing page, it will say, are you looking for a job? Click there, and then we'll take you through the steps on what to do next. Um, I'm very one-on-one personal, so reach out to me. That is your best option, and we'll get you started. I'll get you employed immediately, get you trained, get you out there. Okay, so I'm... uh 23-year-old kid driving in a car. I'm listening to Hot 91 today and hearing this person named Diamond Gorbin talk to me about employment opportunities that I don't need certification or these hard skill sets in order to access this opportunity, right? What is Diamond Gorbin going to have me doing? What is an opportunity for someone like me who doesn't have a lot of skill sets, but I really need a job right now? So we're going to go through a training. Um, the training good for you only takes 
one day. And with that training, um, you would come in, get your flagger certifications. You would sit through a class with me. You would do book training and then you would do actual hands on training where you are actually out on the road learning how to set up signs and cones so you know what to do. And then after that, um, you would be eligible to then come on board with our team making $16 an hour. We do have contracts all over the state of Virginia. We have both permanent, on call, um, in town and out of town jobs, depending on the need. And yeah, that's what you would be doing. And then once you, um, like I said, it is um, considered an entry level position. So you can just get your feet wet with this job. I mean, if it is something that you love, great. There's opportunities within my company to work your way up for supervisor management skills. Or there are other opportunities where you can get more of a full time nine to five job with other companies. But you have your credentials. You have your certifications, which are good for two years in the state of Virginia. Mm. And you you can take those certifications and work for whatever construction company um, that, you know, would take your application, but you already have your certifications. And with being a flagger with a lot of people do not know, yes, it is good to have your high school diploma. You know, we always encouraging that. However, this is a skill trade, so you do not necessarily need your high school diploma if you have your GED or if you are working towards it. Um, it is separate. You just have to be over the age of 18. Love that. So I really think this bears repeating that if I am looking for a job opportunity, even if I don't have certifications, even if I'm just coming home, I'm a returning citizen, uh, then Diamond Gorman has an opportunity for me not only to have an employment opportunity, but also to gain skills and certifications that I can go forward and use out in the work world. Yes, you could go out and use them. You can. I have a lot of people um, that work for my company. It is, I always say, it's like a, res, a revolving door because it is a level uh, entry level position, mm-hmm. and it's subcontracting. So it is not your general nine to five Monday through Friday type of thing. Granted. I'm always busy. We have the hours. However, you may, you know, want to uh, get into something that's more set for your schedule, for your family. So once you have those credentials, you can then go. I have a lot of um, a lot of my employees that no longer work for me that now work for the construction companies that I actually were subcontracting for. So they are now considered primes because they learned some more skills. And, and now they're making buku money. They're making way more than I was paying them, which $16 an hour is a good amount of money to start off as entry level. But yeah. I have I have a guy who just checked back in with me um, a couple weeks ago, and he's now working for Titan Construction, which is one of my big prime contractors. And he's making like $42 an hour being a bricklayer. And he started off as a flagger. That is incredible. So, first of all, before we go any further, just thank you for what you're doing and providing jobs in the community, especially our community where it's really necessary, where people are looking for a way to break in and to have uh, a a long career that they can depend on. Um, So, can you tell us what's new over at Ready Employment right now? It seems like you have a lot of exciting opportunities. Yeah, so what's new at Ready is we are actually... in the 
the process, and this is something I haven't announced, so you guys get to hear it first okay. if you're listening. An exclusive. Yeah, it's an exclusive. We are actually opening. It's like one of our big things that you know Brian had talked about is breaking barriers and helping our community. Um, so we are actually opening a child care center. We're in the process of building a child care center that is de- dedicated to um, industrial workers. Um, so that means if you are a construction worker or an industrial worker that has a, um, a job in that field, we all know that those jobs are not your general nine to five getting off at a certain time every day. Sometimes you might get off at seven. Sometimes you might be called off because of rain. Um, and child care is a big need. And then we like to welcome more women into our industry or construction industry as well. So we will be opening um, our doors Prayerfully, we will be opening our doors um, for the fall with uh, Ready Learning Center and Academy, which will be located right next to our flagging center. So it's an easy drop off to go work, drop kids off, pick kids up, go work. That's incredible. And what an innovative idea to offer flexible health care to some of our hardest working laborers. That's uh, an incredible, not only an incredible opportunity for them, but just incredible from an entrepreneurial perspective that while running a business, you saw another gap that existed and was able to create another business solution to step in the way of that gap and be a bridge for the those who need it. Have you always had this entrepreneurial mindset or did it develop over your adulthood? Um, I've always been, I would say yes. I've always had this extra, I'm going to get it done, figure out the loopholes and get, you know, jump to it type of mindset. I'm an only child, so I was always in my room doing something, but it has grown um, and just it's grown more of the opportunity of where I'm at once I moved here and I seen such a big opportunity um, for these small businesses to grow and how much help like Black Brand and all of these resources that are there. You just have to go and find them. Um, it just motivated me more to keep um, keep it in our community and keep thriving and building up our community together. Absolutely. Now, I know you from uh the black entrepreneurial ecosystem. There is an ecosystem of black entrepreneurs that stay in contact with one another and and develop a network. But within that black entrepreneurial ecosystem, there are not a lot of black companies that are tackling government contracting, using the government as a customer. Um, Can you just tell everyone listening about the opportunity that exists in the world of government contracting in general? Government contracting is guaranteed money. So, and the government does not stop. The government has to make money for the world. So, if you are ever, and it doesn't have to be for me, example, it doesn't have to be something that you love to do. Um, it can be something that you are just good at or you have the skills. And if you can find that loophole of something that the government needs, a item, a service, a supply, go for it. Because once you have that, it's, it's just a guaranteed. And then like we were talking about that DBE type of thing, mm-hmm. that is a loophole of because you are a disadvantaged business, which disadvantaged to me just means because I am not the general 
how America was started type of business. Mm-hmm. Um, they give you there's a percentage, there's a guideline that they have to follow. So they have to give you that guaranteed money. So getting your foot in that door, like I said, it doesn't have to be a business that you love to do. You can always, I always tell all my entrepreneurs, anyone even with my business consulting, find something that makes you money. And then you can take that money and do things that you love to do after that. For example, with me, flagging is not my thing. Child care and kids and developing younger children is my thing. That's what I went to school for. So once I got ready to the point where it's like, okay, now that's it. So I'm dear to what I'm doing. And that's not going to be government contracting. However, my business started off as government contracting. So get in government contracting. Find something that you want to do working for the government because they got all the money. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you touched on something that I think is important for all of our listeners to hear, because often in the entrepreneurial ecosystem, we hear things like find what you're passionate about, find what you would do for free and do that forever. Search deep into your soul and find what is the thing that drives you. But really, it doesn't always always have to be that. It can just be find the thing that you have the skill set to execute on. If you're good enough to do it and you're comfortable with doing it repeatedly, then it doesn't have to be your absolute Michael Jordan slam dunk dream. It just has to be something that you can execute on. And if you provide value, then it can be a business. Yes, absolutely. And I say that a lot and I mentor that a lot because Running a business is hard. Owning a business is is even harder. Having a successful running business is even harder. If you do something that's your passion and you have something that works for you that makes you a lot of money and it's your passion, great. That is wonderful. But it's very easy to, with running a business, there's so much that goes into it. It takes your passion away from you. It, it, it makes your passion not want to do it. I talk to so many entrepreneurs that, you know, they, they love doing decor. And now they hate decor because it's, <laughs> it's not just you doing decor. You have to do decor for other people. Owning a business, you become a worker for other people, especially if you're providing a service. So, yes, like just do something that you are good at. Use those skills. Use those um, credentials that you have and excel that way. And then your hobbies and things that you love, you can always leave save that for you. I'm very big on that. Um, even with like my music, I am very big on. That's for me. That's my safe haven. That's my getaway from the flagging world. Um, Because you need an exit plan. You need to be able to keep a smile on your face and and keep your head up high running a business and dealing with all the changes of a business. And then with this world right now, with the economy going up and down, up and down, you need something to separate yourself and get away. So yes, absolutely. Like And I I love when I get to interview entrepreneurs who started out in music because I feel like there's a myth that persists that it's like left brain and right brain. And some people have this very creative brain and they can create art and they can develop music. And some people have this other analytical brain and they can run businesses and they can be disciplined. And I believe that that's just a myth. I believe that if you can create, then you can create. And it's a 
similar skill set in creating a 16 and creating a business plan. Now, there are folks out there that are listening right now that uh, are hearing you talk about the passions piece, how sometimes the business makes people lose their passion. And that's because... It's going to be more than just your passion. If your passion is baking and you decide to get in the baking business, it's not just going to be baking 24 hours. You are going to have to develop a plan and talk to bankers and get into profit and loss and cash flow statement and create projections. So for the people who are out there who have a skill set or a passion who are thinking about getting into business, but they're just thinking like, I'm not smart enough for all that. I'm not a spreadsheet person. I'm not... I don't even know what a cash flow statement is. Business is not for me. What would you tell someone with those type of anxieties who think who are thinking they're just not smart enough or good enough to do this? Well, if you are listening, that means you are probably here in this area. Mm-hmm. So the first thing I would say, which is actually a learning thing for myself, something I wish I could have done, please get in touch with Black Brand. Do that first. <laughs> you need to talk to Blair. You need to talk to Brian. You need to get their contact information because they have the um, the gems and the connect so that you don't have to worry about those things. They will help you through. That's the first thing. Um, something that started a couple months after I already started. So I'm like, crappers. But um, that's was my first thing. And my second thing um, is just to go back to be studious. Um, get at what before you decide to jump into business, before you decide to decide, okay, this is what I want to do and this is my passion and I want to take it full throttle, leave my nine to five or I just want to, you know, jump out there. Be a student first, get a job, maybe work in, maybe a part-time job, a, a couple days a week job with someone and, and try with a small business. Small businesses are going to give you the real ends of what goes on in running a small business. Um, if you are a baker, I would not say go work for Food Line or Kroger's Bakery because they've already figured it out. Hundreds of years ago, there was a person that started that dream. <laughs> Find your local baker, someone that you know, maybe a mentee, a mentor, a mentor that has a bakery and sit alongside of them so that you know what is what you're up against and then make your decision, then decide. Mm-hmm. Um, because there's a lot that comes into it. Um, like you said, projections, profit and loss. Profit and loss just basically means some days you're going to profit, some days you're going <laughs> to lose. Um, you're not going to have the money. How do I float this? How do I go to my next step? Those are all important things. And back to what comes with passion, those are all things that take your passion away, you know? So you have to be ready and willing to um, brainstorm. Um, Also with owning a business, you have to be ready to, to, in the creativity tip of it, I would say from me being a vocal performer, you got to be ready to switch. If the music doesn't come on and the lights don't come on, Mm -hmm. you still got to be ready to perform. And when Mm -hmm. you own a business, you need to be able to do that because there's going to be times where the lights aren't going to come on, but you still got to bake that cake. So you got to figure it out. You got to know how to adjust and move to plan B um, to be successful. And But yes, get in touch with Black Brand. That's your first step. Um, If you have not, you know, got your business into the cohort or don't know anything about the cohort program, please, please do. Because I've watched businesses just excel. Um, I had the pleasure 
of uh, being a mentor, a consultant for one of the business here that when I got that business, I'm like, he's doing great. Like he has a great business. Um, I didn't really know what the need was, but hearing him talk and what he want to do, he needed to adjust and change. So that was great for him. So just seeing all the things that Black Brand is having to offer, that's my recommendation. That's awesome. Now, um, I want to restate how people can get in direct contact with you because after hearing this interview, there are definitely going to be people who want to get in contact with you uh, for employment opportunities. They're going to want to reach out to you. But I think after this interview, people are also going to want to pick your brain, uh, your business mind about your journey in entrepreneurship. So just for the Hot 91 listening audience, how can they get in touch with Diamond Gorman about employment opportunities and maybe even business consulting opportunities. Yes, so to get in touch with me, you can you can reach me directly um, three ways. My phone number is 412-287-6816. You can find me on Facebook, Diamond Gorman. Um, you can also find me on Instagram, Miss Diva Diamond. Um, I do post pretty much everything that's going on on a business aspect in my life. Um, or you can visit my website. It's W www.rea-demployment.com. You can visit our website for if you are looking for a job. You can visit our website if you are a prime contractor looking for us to provide flagging services for your company. Um, you can look at our website for our beauty pageant that we are actually hosting April 2nd um, in Hampton. You can also, we have the Ready Loft. Um, the Ready Loft is our event space that if you wanted to rent, it holds up to 40 people, you can rent that and for our training center and then be on the lookout for our child care center opening soon. Thank you so much, Diamond Gorman, for joining us on Black Wall Street today. Uh, I get to interview lots of cool entrepreneurs in our community, but by far, in my opinion, the most important entrepreneurs in this ecosystem are the ones that are working to provide jobs, and you do that. You change the landscape of your community. So thank you for that, and thank you for listening today on Hot 91 to Black Wall Street today with Blair Durham. I am your guest host, Brian Owens. Stay with us online at Black Wall Street Today on Facebook and Black Wall Street Today on Instagram. And then follow us on Twitter as well at BWS Today. We look forward to talking again next week. Have a wonderful week. I have said and I will continue to say that the most important priority for the black community is the black community, not a particular political party. Hey yo, when I say black, you say Wall Street. Black, black Wall Street. When I say black, you say Wall Street. Black, black. When I say black, you say Wall Street. Black, black. When I say black, you say Wall Street. Black, black. Black Wall Street, Black Wall Street. Phenomenal. Phenomenal.